When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, everybody. Got to tell you about Dr. Busby, ToeGrips.com. That is ToeGrips.com with Dr. Busby. Uh, Of course, uh, Dr. Busby and the website, ToeGrips.com. Tons of information there about your pups or to help your pups. Uh, I mean, I tell you, every time we look up something, every time... We uh, or have something to look up, something uh, involving dogs, or there's some issue with Luther. We Google, and one of the first few websites it will always take us to is toegrips.com. Thanks to Dr. Busby, of course, she's great. And, uh, you know, Luther takes the Encore Mobility Supplement every day, but uh, your dogs will benefit greatly from that, or the toe grips, or just the website in general, where there's tons of information, man, tons of info. Uh, that'll really uh, help your dogs out. I mean, anything you might have a question about in terms of the health of your dog, uh, there's an answer. Dr. Busby has it all. She is the best. It is toegrips.com, toegrips.com. Promo code is Luther. If you make a purchase there, it'll save you 10%. Uh, But I, I mean this wholeheartedly, sincerely. Dr. Busby is just wonderful and she's been so great to our dog and she'll be great to your dogs and and tons of great info just nothing better than dr busby uh awesome 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 uh but uh, check them out it is toegrips.com toegrips.com promo code is luther to save 10 percent there you go this is the josh Innes show well, howdy, everybody, and welcome in to the Josh Ennis Show. A special edition of the Josh Ennis Show because my uh, Twitter is blowing up with people. My Twitter and um, my Facebook. I was just in the shower, and when I'm in the shower, I like to get on my phone. I like to sit in the tub while the shower's going, and um, I like to get on my phone, and I got a text. From uh, Adam Regner, who used to be the uh, show, uh, used to be the producer of the show in Philadelphia. And the text said, Missinelli out. I said, oh, cool. Uh, that's something. It'd be even bigger if, uh, if I thought that uh, that radio station had the balls to bring in somebody who's going to be any good, but they won't. So... Like that's I keep getting messages from these people just constantly. Hey man, what do you think? What do you think, man? That the job's open. Come back to Philadelphia. Come on, broke. I honest to God do not believe that they have the balls to do that. Cuz that would actually require some sort of guts, right? That would require taking a chance. That would require uh bringing in somebody that might shake things up a little bit. And I don't think anybody wants to do that. Um and for those of you who don't know the backstory there, like I thought I 
I was very confident uh, that I was going to be doing something uh, on 97.5. I thought I was going to be doing something on there. Uh, two years ago, maybe is when it was now. I forgot that the last time I had a communication with them. Uh, but it was um, involving just doing fill-in stuff or weekend stuff. And eventually it would have led to something because they clearly, I mean, they blew Farsi out and they brought in John Kincaid. Um, but I was pretty confident that that was going to lead to something. Hold on, let me uh, send out a message to everybody on uh, on my uh, Facebook. Let's see, live on Twitch right now. Let's see, twitch.tv slash the Josh Ennis show. There we go. So, yeah, um... So I'm glad you guys are all here. Hello. Um, so basically, I've been getting a bunch of messages from people saying, hey, come back to Philly. Mikey misses out. Um, it sounds to me like uh, the guy got whacked is what it sounds like. I don't think you just show up the last day that you're on the air and cry on the radio and um, and say, you know, you know, I'm out. And just because it was planned, I doubt it was planned. Um, but but. Let me start here, right? This is just for people that might be new to what we're doing here. Or don't follow me anymore. Or don't really follow the podcast anymore or whatever. So I guess it was two years ago. Was it two or three years ago? I, we got fired in Houston in March of 2019. So I guess it would have been, I, I guess it would have been Thanksgiving of 2019. I got a text or a Facebook message from people in management with, um, with 97.5 and they said hey we, and the, the the text read this was thanksgiving night i was in mississippi somewhere at a casino and um i got a text and it said we want you on the fanatic right i said cool sounds good um i'm all for it rock and roll right um, cause I was out of a job at the time and I assumed that that was, you know, I mean, it was what it was. I would have, I mean, I was interested in the job, of course, why not? And, um, that was the conversation. So months went on and I had uh, more conversations with them about doing weekends. It got so close. In fact, that I was set up to do a, a weekend show like they were talking, I was on the phone with their engineers. We were getting things set up at my house. I mean, we were ready to go. I mean, that was, I mean, it was going to happen that weekend, but then I hadn't heard from them for a while. I was like, well, this is weird. I just talked to your, your people and your, um, your engineering and we were getting things set up. What happened? So I reached out to their management people and I said, Hey, are we still good to go? And they said, hold on. Um, let me call you. Let me call you in a little bit. So they call me and they're like, Hey, you know, we can't do anything. Um, we can't do anything with you. And it was basically because Mike wouldn't let them do anything uh, with me. So I said, okay, that's how it is. If that, I mean, whatever. So, um, and then I don't remember everything that went on, but I remember getting quite pissed about it because I was dragged into this thing. I didn't reach out to them about a job last time I checked. Um, they reached out to me and... Um, were interested in me and hiring me there, you know? And, uh, I mean, I, I may have reached out to them at some point. I don't remember if my agent did whatever, but they reached out to me in 2019 and were like, Hey, we want you on the fanatic. And I was, I said, very cool. That's awesome. Let's figure something out. 
And then Miss Nelly would not uh, allow it to happen. From what I was told, they said, nope, not a chance in hell you can end up on the station because Miss Nelly said no. And it makes me laugh now that like a year later, after the guy basically puts the kibosh on uh, me having any sort of employment because their morning show was open. And I, I guess I could tell you that, like they talked to me about stuff and then their morning show stuff. And I remember the uh, one conversation I had in particular when I first talked to these guys, they said, we asked people in Philadelphia who are, who are people we could hire that would get attention and would do big things. And they said, they said two people, one was Craig Carton who eventually went to jail. So they couldn't hire him. And one was me. Now they could be lying to me. They could be full of shit, but that's what they told me. They said, Josh Ennis and Craig Carton. Those would be the two people that if we brought them in, they would make waves and would bring attention to the station. Um, I talked to their program director, some new guy that they had hired there. I talked to their old program director, who is the program director in San Francisco. Now and I talked to him. Um, but you know, I mean, well, that's what they, that, that was the conversation we had. And then eventually like I, I finally got pissed after getting, you know, my, you're just getting dragged around for a while. And I guess I went off on them on Facebook or something and, um, whatever. I'll tell you this, Miss Anelli can essentially go fuck himself. Um, it sounds like he's a shitty person. Everything I've been told about him is he's a shitty person. I think he's a mediocre broadcaster. I think his show's fucking terrible. And uh, I'm shocked that the show stayed on as long as the show stayed on because it's fucking terrible and he's not talented. He's not interested or interesting. He's one of these guys that's a typical Philly broadcaster, which is you turn on the microphone and people are going to listen because it's Philly and the people are uh, are these hardcore sports people that are just going to listen to sports radio because it's sports radio. Um, he's a pretentious person. He's a judgmental person. He's not a relatable person. He seems phony. And I don't give a fuck that he's on the radio, and I haven't listened to any of it. Somebody was texting me that the guy's on the radio blubbering. Blah, 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 blah. Good for you, bro. You finally got your fucking comeuppance. You seem like a real piece of shit, and you got your comeuppance. So that's how I look at it. Um, I have nothing for the guy. I reached out to him one time when I thought, you know, I was talking to their management and they said, you really need to get Miss Anelli on your side. So I said, you know what? I'll take a shot. Cause I want to be back on the radio. So I sent an email, uh, to Miss Anelli said, Hey, bygones be bygones, that type of shit. And I never got a response from the fucking guy. So he can go fuck himself. And like, I don't know. And to be fair, I don't expect him to do so, but I wanted to be on the radio there. And I thought I could have helped the radio station. Um, but um, it's, you know, it, it's over now. Like, they are making, um, like, to me, if they wanted to make waves with somebody, they'd be smart. They'd pick up the phone. They'd say, get Josh Ennis in here today. Now, I have a great job here, and I make very nice money, and I feel like I'm on the verge of having my show in multiple cities at some point, and I'm having a good time doing what I'm doing. Um, but, like, the fact that, like, that they kept me from having a job there because they were afraid of offending a guy that they fired like a year later. It pisses me off a little bit. It's funny and it pisses me off a little bit because like, I think deep down they know because the guy that runs that whole cluster is not a stupid guy and he's worked with very talented people before. So he's not a stupid guy and I respect him as a radio guy. I have a respect for him. It's just funny how like, like, Basically, what you run into is these guys are afraid. Like, I could go in there and make waves tomorrow and be um, interesting. 
You know, I could go in there tomorrow and kick everybody's ass. I could go in there and be interesting. I can't guarantee that I'd win, but I can guarantee you that I could go in there and 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 do big things and draw attention, especially with the knowledge that I have now, you know, like being the moron that I used to be. Um, you know, you know, it is what it is, but you know, with the knowledge I have now, I think it'd be a little bit different. Um, but you know, honest to God, I just it it whatever, it's their loss, you know. I mean, if they don't want to give me a fucking call, like it's idiotic to not give me a call. It doesn't make good business sense to not give me a call. There's not one person out of all the jamokes in sports media in Philadelphia, there is not one person that's currently in that city that if you put them on the radio, anyone would give a fuck. And the proof is they try it. 975 has put a bunch of schmucks on the fucking radio for the last handful of years, and none of them make fucking waves. Nobody gives a shit about them. Nobody cares. They've tried it with all these different people they put on the radio and nobody gives a fuck about them because there's only certain people that cut through the radio and make a difference. Like Angelo cuts through the radio and makes a difference. The Jamokes who are on WIP right now, they don't make a fucking difference. They're just on WIP so they get numbers. Those guys are a, a revolving door of nothings. But the problem is nobody wants to put somethings on the radio. Everybody wants to play it safe. If they had any balls, they would have already called me and said, Josh, we're interested. I'd say, hey, I have a job right now, and I enjoy the job I have right now, and I think we're about to do a bunch of big things here. So whatever. But the fact that like they dicked me around for that job for multiple years, and then they wouldn't give me the job. Because, or they wouldn't put me, it could have been mornings, could have been whatever. They wouldn't give me that because of Missinelli. And then the guy's out of a job a year later. It's it's pretty much bullshit. But it is what it is, man. Like, listen, I think Missinelli is a marginally talented individual. He's someone who benefits from being in Philadelphia, where just turning on the microphone gets you numbers. Um, He's not funny. He's not interesting. He doesn't have a particularly good delivery on the radio. There's nothing that stands out about him. He sounds like a he sounds like an old man, and he looks like an old lesbian. And um, and there's nothing special about him. What's special about him is he's in Philly, and Philly people eat up all this shit, so they listen to whomever. Uh, who's going to take over that time slot? I don't fucking know. But apparently, they from what someone was telling me, they already have somebody lined up and and ready to go for that. Good point from Villanova fan. He can't beat Ike Reese. Ike Reese, who's a fucking moron. And you can't beat that guy. Like, shitty radio dudes over at WIP beat you. You're nothing fucking special. That's why they just fucking fired you. They fired you because you're nothing special. I got fired at WIP because I'm a fucking malcontent and I get myself in trouble all the time. That's why I got whacked there. You got whacked because you're completely uninteresting and you're, you ran your course with your boring bullshit. Uh, but, it, you know, whatever, man. Whatever. I... Um, like it's just fascinating because they're going to bring it. They're going to hire someone who's going to fail. And maybe that's part of the, um, you know, that's part of the uh, plan. Now, if they're smart, usually how it works is the man gets whacked or you let him go and you bring in somebody to fail. Then you bring in the next person to do that. But whatever. Hey, whatever, man. If anybody's new to the party here, you can feel free to subscribe to my podcast if you'd like. You guys would like it. It's just unfiltered bullshit that you guys might enjoy. Um, so you can always just subscribe or follow the podcast or follow the Twitch channel. That'd be pretty cool. I uh, would appreciate it. Um, but yeah, 
I mean, ultimately, you know, and I, and again, my Twitter just keeps like, I, I keep refreshing my Twitter and it's nothing, but Hey, you coming back to Philly? Hey, you coming back to Philly? Hey, you coming back to Philly? Hey, who would you like? Um, you know, all of this stuff. Are you taking over for Mikey miss? No, I'm not taking over for Mikey miss. Um, oh, well this one says why that fat ass sucks worse than anybody that's been on Philly radio. What is it that you could possibly like about a loudmouth Howard Stern wannabe who doesn't know anything about sports? Well, I'll mute that person, and I'll tell you why I'll mute that person. That person's a fucking moron. I like people that talk big shit about, like, this person doesn't know sports. Dude, you're a fucking Philly guy. What do you fucking know, you jamoke? Anyway, sorry. Sorry. I'm getting now, now I'm getting angry at Twitter people and I am projecting it upon everybody, and that is not fair. I should not do that. But that's a big hard-on that people have that didn't like me. Oh, he didn't know sports. I know more than you, motherfucker. Uh, Let's see. Josh, sports radio is boring. You have a number one morning show in the demo. I'd take that any day over Philly Sports Talk BS, maybe. Hey, Don Collins is in the chat. Ultimately, Josh, you have already reinvented yourself as radio does. You are already on the platform that will pay you more money than any radio gig. Oh, maybe so. Look, it, to me, and again, I'm only responding to this because this is what's been on my Twitter. Like, I, I had already posted my podcast for today. I mean, it doesn't matter. But I'm seeing all these people tweet me and Facebook me and send me messages, so I will respond to it and say, I am quite content doing what I'm doing. Well, I, that's not actually fair to say. I want my show to be bigger, and I want it to be on in more markets, and I want to expand it. So I'm not ha- I'm not content in that regard. You should never be content. Contentment is death, in my opinion. You, you should always strive for more and want to be more. But I do like I'm I'm fine with the job I have. I want more. But you know it is what it is, man. I don't know what to tell you. And um, you know I I enjoy the fact that the guy got whacked because it sounds like he's a piece of shit and he finally got his comeuppance. You ever notice that bullies, people like Missinelli, who's a fucking hard-on bully, are the ones that the second the fucking ride ends and they finally can your ass, they blubber over it? A guy named John Brady, who was just an asshole when he was the coach at LSU, just an asshole, hard-on type of person. And when he got fired, he blubbered at the podium. This dude was always an asshole to everybody, talked shit to everybody, just hated people. He got fired, and he just fucking blubbered. And apparently that's what Missinelli's doing right now, just fucking blubbering. Dude's been doing it for 30 years. You can't last more than a year, any and where. That's also not true. Uh, first of all, because you do something for 30 years doesn't mean you're good at it. Like, that's a myth. There's a lot of people that have the same job for 30 years and they're not good at it. And the reason why I don't have certain jobs and I lost certain jobs is because I'm a malcontent and I get myself in trouble and I'm ready to go on to the next thing. That's why I get my ass fired. And the two times I've gotten fired, both places offered me a new contract to stay. That's a fact. Um, But whatever. <clears throat> Right, but you said it ran its course. I said what ran its course? The Missinelli show? Of course, I mean, of course it did. It's a piece of shit show. Like, I don't understand how anybody could have listened to that and thought it was good. 
Honestly, I was the best thing that ever happened to the guy because he was already mailing it in for the previous five years. I had to come in, and everything I was told is the guy was on death watch when we were kicking his ass. Then it shifts, something happens, and, and things turn around for him. But anyway... But, like, the idea that just because you have a job for a long period of time doesn't make you good at it, you know? You keep a job. Great. You're good at keeping a job. Somebody finds you interesting. Somebody in an important position finds you interesting. You play the game right, which is something I've never really been good at is, you know, playing the game, which is what gets me in trouble, which gets me whacked. Twice. I haven't gotten whacked everywhere I've been. I got fired twice. Um, but I'm also just a person that, uh, I bounce around a lot. Like, I don't know. I'm never content being somewhere. And then, you know, uh, you know, I hop around and I don't know, I'm just never really content in one place and I get bored and I I'm on to the next one. So I blow things up. That's the God's honest truth. Um, I'm not lying to you. So Clyde says, ding dong, the witch is dead. Yes, he is. Congrats. Uh, you always say you hate Philly and this and that, but you find, uh, 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 and that come to find it, you're a bitter ex. That's actually, but see, that's not true. That's not true. I'm talking about this because people brought it up on my social media, but I'm not a bitter ex. If I'm bitter about anything, and I've told you guys this, it's my second job in Houston I'm bitter about because I think they fucked me there. But I'm not bitter about the job in Philadelphia. I'm not bitter that I don't work at WIP anymore, and I'm 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 bitter that I got dicked around by 97.5 for a year, only to not get hired because of Miss Anelli. That I, I would argue I'm I'm a bit bitter about, but outside of that, I'm not like I don't give a shit. Big picture. Uh, Josh, do you think Miss Anelli asked for more money and they said no? No, I think they probably just fucking got tired of him because he's not worth the money they're paying him. Because nobody gives a shit about his show. It doesn't make impact. He's an old lesbian sitting there doing nothing interesting or, or innovative. Is this you blowing up Nashville? No, I don't understand. Like, are you new to the party here? Like, this is no different than anything I talk about all the time. Um, let's see. Tyrone said, uh, tried saying that Miss Nelly has been number one in Philly for years. Dude's not even number one in his time slot. Well, in fairness, he cashed in when Howard Eskin gave up 15 years ago and stopped trying. So Miss Nelly cashed in on that for a while. Then I cashed in on Miss Nelly stopping trying. Then I blew myself up. Compare resumes. That's all I'm saying. So congrats. He had a fucking job in Philadelphia for a handful, uh, for however many years. Great. Great. Yeah, I'm also half the motherfucker's age. So here's what I would tell you. I would say when Mike Missinelli was 27, did Mike Missinelli have an afternoon drive fucking radio show in Philadelphia? When he was 23, was he hosting syndicated radio shows? My guess is not. So I'll take my fucking resume, friend. Gladly take my fucking resume. Good for him. He survived in fucking Philadelphia. Oh, he was on TV. Big fucking deal. It's a simulcast of a fucking show and nobody was watching it. Who fucking cares? Like the idea that like, cool, he had a job in Philadelphia for 30 years. When I was 23 years old, I hosted the Jim Rome show. So what? What does it fucking matter? But I'll take my shit that I've accomplished. Do I fuck myself over sometimes? Sure, I fuck myself over sometimes. 
But when I was 23 years old, I'm doing major market drive time radio. Mike Missinelli was, wasn't doing that shit. Missinelli just got fucking lucky that he happened to be in a city where nobody gets fired. And when they do, they get hired immediately somewhere else. People that aren't talented enough to work anywhere else is another way I'd look at it. They've played the Philly angle and they do that fine. Good for them. They found a niche. So whatever, man. If you want to keep fighting me on it, fight me on it. Go ahead. But you're not going to change my mind. Uh, Joe in Philly says he's on TV as if that's an indication of any success. It isn't. They, you know what that is? That's an indicator that they didn't want to spend money to put something else on TV. So they simulcast a fucking radio show. That's why it was on. NBC Sports doesn't have any money to put on programming. So their options were run paid programming where you get like a fucking Villanova lacrosse coaches show that they pay to have on the air. Or they just simulcast the Missinelli show. It's less they have to do. If there is an opening in Nashville at The Rock and Mike emails you, do you give him your blessing? It's a stupid fucking question. The guy in a rock, like, that's a dumb question. But sure, if I thought he'd be good, but the difference is I don't think he's any good. I, okay, I think I've had enough today. I think I've had enough of this dumb shit today. Yes, if a guy who's a fucking guy who sucks at sports radio happened to call and say, hey, do you have an opening at The Rock so I can talk up CCR fucking records? Yes. Sure, I'll give him my blessing. Sign him up. It's a dumb fucking uh, question. Ah, boy. You can't even take 20 minutes of dudes asking you questions. <laughs> if 97.5 calls you answer, they're not going to call. They're not smart enough to do so. It's funny. I sat there. I did four hours on here last night, but I can't take some, I can't take questions from people. It's just stupid. Ah, boy. I, listen, I'll answer any fucking question you got, but if your question's stupid, like you can't ask stupid questions and then act like I'm the issue because I tell you that your question is stupid. It's a dumb question. So if you can't handle someone telling you that your questions are fucking dumb, like fuck off, you know, like, Piss off, dude. I love the people in here who are mad your success. I've had fine success. I fuck myself over sometimes. I've had great success. I'm currently in the middle of having great success. So I'll tell you what nobody else that's on sports radio in Philadelphia could do. What Mike Missinelli could do or none of these people. They couldn't change formats and go do it and be number one in it. That's a fact. That's a, that is a skill. That is a talent that they do not possess. So, again, I don't know, I, like, it, it, it is what it is. I don't know why I've said it is what it is ten times already, but it is. But whatever, man. Like, if, if like, you're not going to change your opinion on any of this shit. Who do you think is the replacement? I feel like based on the current climate, I think they probably have to offer something to the kid that's in there with him, would be my guess. That would be my guess. I mean, they, like, he and Natalie got railed by this dude that one day. Like, like if there's an opening of some sort, like, she left, obviously, and she's doing something with the casino. But um, 
But given the fact that he just berated them uh, uh, on TV and survived that, like at that time, I was still talking with the boss at 97.5. So I was talking with them during that whole thing. And, um, and watching that shit, still, even Natalie is doing better than you, bro. You're right, doctor of thugonomics. Natalie is doing better than me. Everybody is doing better than me. You're right. So you win there. How about that? Conversation's over. You fucking win. I'm not going to fucking argue with your trolling bullshit anymore. Eat every available dick, friend. You're a waste of my fucking time. Thank you. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Um, Tyrone is a jerk off. I don't know the fucking guy. Maybe he's a jerk off. Maybe he's a not. I don't know. If they called you, you would act like Bryce Harper when you return. I don't think, I know. I've never done that and I never will. That's not how I operate. So that's never how I've been. I don't, I don't come into a place and I don't believe in being fake. People think I'm fake, but I'm actually honest. It's funny, the people who are honest are the ones who are considered fake. Those who are dishonest are the ones that are considered real. It's very fascinating. But I'm not, I would never do that. I would never come in there and do that bullshit. It's a, it's a stupid thing to do, and people would see right through it. Some people get angry when you don't come in and kiss everybody's ass, but that's not how I operate, man. I never have. I never will. But given the climate of their radio station, like, I don't know that, like, if you have an opening and you've, you just fired the guy who just berated these people on TV last year or whenever it was, I think you kind of have to hire the guy at least to try it. How much do you think Mike makes a year? I mean, it is Apex, probably half a mil, maybe more and with all of his, with his, the total package, probably over half a mil, if I had to guess. Um, let's see. Um, the people who pretend to be genuine hate you. Um, you know, you know, I mean, that's kind of how it goes. Like I've dealt with a lot of phony people, but I'm considered the phony person because people have their preconceived notions of things. So people consider me phony because like it was a lose-lose. If I come in and go, hey, fly eagles fly, I'm a phony because I'm not from there. If I if I come in there and say, hey, I don't like any of the teams, I'm a piece of shit. There's a no win there. So you just be honest with people, which I tried to do when I was there. That's what I try to do everywhere. If I were phony, I'd probably still have a job in all these places. I have the inability to be phony for whatever reason. I wish I could. Wish I could get on the radio and be full of shit. It'd be great. I don't have that ability. So I don't know what to tell you on that. Like, I wish I could. I wish I could roll into a place and be rah-rah fanboy and all that shit, but whatever. Google makes, Google says 72K a year. I don't believe Miss Anelli makes 72K a year. I don't think. Is Spike asking a dildo? Actually, uh, Spike's not a bad guy. I don't have an issue with Spike. I told you I was just in a really bad place at that time. Um, let's see. What's your Mount Rushmore Philly sports talk host, Angelo and everybody else? I mean, most of them suck. So uh, let's see. Mike Miss going to replace the Crypt key, uh, Keeper that uh, just retired doing that boring-ass weekend show. I don't think they do that. Would it be something if they put him on on WIP in the morning to replace Angelo? Wouldn't that be something? Spike works at WFAN, but still does a Sixers podcast, which is fine. I would laugh if the replacement is Chris Carlin. No, Sylvester, they already has a job on ESPN radio, so I don't know that that would be the case. 
But wouldn't that be something? What's the Mount Rushmore of shitty Philly sports talk? All of it? Because it's not good? Which is a shame. Like, it, like it's a shame that it sucks so bad. I don't know if it's because the people just accept shit and they just like, hey, we like this shit. Or if they genuinely like it. I don't know. Kincaid will take Miss's spot. He's on in the morning. Why would he take the afternoon spot? Uh, I mean, he's already got a gig there. So I don't think that's the person who's going to take that gig. Probably not. Let's see. Anyway. No, we don't. Why do you think so many of us listen to your podcast instead? Well, I get that. Bruno won't be considered. Maybe he will. Probably not, but maybe so. Um, knowing Philly, they will try to get Bruno, but I think he's just a tad too far right for that station. I don't know. They'll bring back somebody. They're either going to bring back some a has been, or they're going to bring in somebody who's a never will be is essentially what it's going to be. But, uh, anyway, so on that note, um, somebody said, texted me and said, Hey, you should call in. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. It would be funny. Like call in and say that I'm some celebrity, like use Jilly's phone because she's got a Pennsylvania area code on her phone and just call and be like, hey, this is uh, Jeff Garcia. I just want to send my best wishes to Mike. I guess it's got to be someone a little bit lower on the totem pole than that. Like not not a Jeff Garcia. It's got to be like, uh, hey, this is Mickey Morandini. And um, and I just want to wish uh, Mike Missanelli all the best. Um, and then when I get on, I'll be like, hey, Mike, it's Josh. Eat a dick. Have a blessed day. Brian Westbrook just called him. Well, good for him. Like, I, I do enjoy the fact that this guy is such a hard-on, such a hard-ass, wants to fight everybody. Like, that's all he wanted to do, try, try to fight people like he's some big macho guy. Then he gets fired, and he's fucking blubbering on the radio. Oh, that's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. No matter how much of a hard-on you are and how tough you think you are, when you get fucking fired because you're an asshole and it finally catches up with you and you blubber over it. Like I have never, like the two times I got fired, my ass didn't fucking cry over it. I didn't, now, they didn't give me a last show either, but I certainly wasn't going to get on the air and be like, oh my God, it's my last show. I'm so sad. And the time I left the show in Houston to go to Philadelphia, the guy I worked with was like, and we're not making this some sad fucking show about you leaving, you asshole. We're just doing a show. I'm like, all right, fine. Like, hey, I'm Mike Missanelli. I want to fight everybody. Oh, my God, I got fired. It's so sad. Sad times, bro. Ah, boy. It is amusing. Pretend you're Allen Iverson and call in. Hey, man, this is Allen Iverson. Um, I want to talk to Mike. Can you guys put, can you put me on with Mike? I want to talk about the sadness of the end of his show. Call and say you're Dr. J. Oh, wait, that was 94.1. That's another piece of audio that's my favorite. Dr. J's on the phone. Dude, that ain't Dr. J. Dude, ain't Dr. J. That'd be fun. 
Call is Bernie Clapperton and how hard it is being an Eagles fan in Sheboygan. Is hey Mikey Miss, it's uh this is Bernie Clapperton with my wife Bernice. What's next for Miss? Probably not good things. He seems like a guy that's probably not stable. Like, I don't know that this is something he rebounds from. Because, again, here's what's happened. The fucking bully finally got his fucking comeuppance. And, by the way, I've never spoken to anybody in the media in Philadelphia that I've worked around or with that actually liked the son of a bitch. Not one. Not one of these people is like, I love that fucking guy. Everyone to a man said he's a piece of shit. So, whatever. Well... I don't know. It seems like a guy that's not going to handle getting whacked well. It's not going to go well for him. So I don't know how it's going to end for him, but it's going to be a miserable experience. And um, and again, like some people may dislike me and some people might not like the way I handle certain things. That's totally fine. That's your prerogative. Do what you want to do. Say what you want to say. I mean, fine. But every time I've left somewhere, I have a whole shitload of people that I remain very good friends with. WIP more than my previous job. My previous job in Houston, basically they all fucking hated me. But when I left WIP, I still have a whole bunch of friends from that situation. If you read the papers, you would think everybody fucking hated me. In reality, their one source hated me. And maybe there were some others that I didn't know. But, I mean, for the most part, they all liked me and we were friends. And and I'm very close with them. Sludge and Taz and... And, you know, I text Spike, he and I talk, um, uh, Meryl Reese, um, you know, go down the list of people, Adam, like people I know and that I like very much. Um, so if, despite what you might read about me or think about me, um, and all that shit, like I still am very, you know, I have a good relationship with a lot of people and I, I'm friends with people. I don't know um, what that means for him. I don't know if people are going to you know, like him because everybody I talk to, even people that might call in today and blow him, are all people that deep down do not like him. He is not a likable person. From everything I've been told, he's an asshole and just not a good dude. But see, me, when I was at WIP, there'd be one or two people who didn't like me. And they would go tell Crossing Broad about the piece of shit I am and make up shit about me. And it became this, it wasn't just one person didn't like me. Like, hey, our source doesn't like Josh Ennis. It became nobody at the station likes Josh Ennis. And it was complete bullshit, but whatever. So, good riddance. Fuck you. Um, you know, you, you, you finally, karma finally caught up to you, buddy. You fi- it finally got you. It finally got you, bud. It was a little late, but it finally got you. But anyway. Anyway, I guess I should get out of here. Again, if you guys don't follow my podcast, feel free to go subscribe. Just search the Josh Ennis Show. It's that little logo down there in the corner that you see. That's the logo you should look for. Uh, Go ahead and subscribe, and we can bond and be the best of friends. It'll be great. Anyway, I'm getting out of here. See you guys later.